0: Merry Christmas. Santa's back.
1: That's right. Santa's back and it's time to take out the Christmas garbage. We watched Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. We watch it so you don't have to. So you know what day it is. Garbage day. Merry Christmas, Moon Goons. It is that time of the year. We are a few days away from Christmas. So we are bringing you our Christmas episode here at Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today is uh Mr. My, Mr co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Mr. Mom, Mr. whatever that ma, 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 I don't know. Call I don't know, know what's going on <laughs> with your mouth, but <laughs> Isn't that was another Michael Jackson? Like, Ma, 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 I'm a masakusan. I'm a sam. I'm a masakusan. Ma, yeah. Ma, yeah, that's it. That's, yeah,
0: the one. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Well, I'm a I'm a sam. I'm a Sama, to you too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's our Christmas episode. I'm um, having a stroke. Really. Yeah. Me- <laughs> this, this movie gave me a stroke. Marshall, the side of your face is, is
1: one side is limp. What's going on? Uh, yes, I'm here. Yes, Aaron is here. And this week we are doing the, uh, we are doing the movie Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, Part Two, Part Two. Uh, now, another thing about this, first of all, that kind of is an interesting thing that might show that this was kind of doing from the get go is the fact that this movie was released on April 10th of 1987. Really? Who releases a Christmas movie in April? <laughs> That's a weird <laughs> That's choice. The, yeah. <laughs> it's like the weirdest, thing. right there is your all there's your bad decision right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the release date was in spring. Yeah, <laughs> April 10th. Yeah. <laughs> um. So who knows what's going on there? Uh, another thing that was weird. It kind of, you kind of doom this thing. You can always tell your for cheat quality is the number of writers the movie has listed for. Oh boy. Normally, the more writers it has, the shittier it is. Too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah, and this movie has six people credited for right with some kind of writing credit. Wow. Two of them would get credits for just the characters, uh, Michael Hickey and Paul uh, Taimini, who I think are because they created the characters from the first movie. Right. Uh, And then four people are created for the story, which... (laughs) (laughs) uh, Lee Harry, Joseph Early, Dennis Peterson, and Lawrence Applebaum. And then both Lee Lee Harry and Joseph Earl are also created for the screenplay. So, still, way too many people working on this. Movie and I use movie very loosely. Um, it was also directed by Lee Harry. Uh The cast is awful. Uh, there's really no. There's only like I think three people I'm going to even mention for the whole cast. One uh,
0: Samuel L. Jackson's grandfather or father, I should say. Not his grandfather. This is a joke, by the way. You're uh, looking I, I so serious. I was like.
1: I don't think there's a single black person in this movie. The, the <laughs> orderly
0: in the beginning looks oh, so much like yeah, okay, yeah, right. Samuel Jackson's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: I now say I wouldn't. He looks like Samuel it.
0: Jackson from Black Snake Moan, except with like black hair, not gray hair. <laughs> yes. We'll get into it.
1: Okay, uh, for uh, the only person, uh, James Newman, who plays Doctor Henry Bloom, is in my opinion probably the best actor in this movie. I think he does the best job, um, and that's so says loose, you says yeah, it's loose. Um, now, he only has 16 credits to his whole name between 1958 and 2007. So, very little work, but a long stretch. Uh, he was in Legally Blonde 2 and Evan Almighty.
0: <laughs> Guy's still working.
1: Um, and now, another guy who who played Ricky at age 15, his name is Dar I'm going to butcher his last name. is Darryl Galeoboo or something like I can't pronounce it. Fuck it. Galeoboo. Hey. Uh, G-U-I-L-B-E-A-U. Galeoboo. Galeoboo. I don't know. Um now, I would say he's if you go by sheer buy work he's probably the most, he's the second most successful person in this movie, and he had like one line in the entire movie uh he has eighty eight credits to his name he's still working today and he does a ton of voice of work like cartoons and mm. and video games um and now the only other person that's that tops him is Frank Novak who plays the Lone Shark and that's, he doesn't even get a name. he's just Lone Shark in the credits. but I believe the movie calls it he's called, referred to as Rocco in the movie. Um, of course. He's got 99, <laughs> how stereotypical, uh, 99 credits, tons of TV shows and TV movies, but he also played Henry Kissinger in the Watchmen movie. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah, and he was also in uh, Stephen King's movie Sleepwalkers, so th- another horror connection there. And other than that, there's nobody else worth talking about in this cast whatsoever. Uh, I made it differ, but we'll go on. Oh, if you have, okay. Who would you like to talk about? <laughs> well,
0: we'll just get to the end of the movie, and I'll talk about the acting ability of one particular
1: okay. character. All right. Well, the movie opens with Ricky sitting and smoking in an uh, interrogation-like room in a mental hospital. Um, now, again, this has to be like the most chill, laid-back mental hospital ever because apparently they just let their dangerous inmates just hang out with no handcuffs, no leg cuffs, and just. They can smoke and carry on Zippos with them willy nilly.
0: The zippo thing kind of freaked me out a little All bit. Right, what's now, the thought these guys are just
1: setting the space on fire? I worked
0: in, I worked at psych ward. You know, it was everyone knows. I've done it for three years. Uh, and in the day, back in the day, yeah, it was a big thing letting the patient smoke because it just helped them. You know, if you take everything away, make them a little bit more batty. You know, you give him some cigarettes, but never would you give him a lighter. lighter. Never. <laughs> Not
1: even a, like, especially a Zippo. <laughs> I mean, my God. Windproof. Yeah. These you know? <laughs> like, don't go out. Just yeah. throw it. Uh, so, yeah, that alone is like, wait, what? Head scratcher. Um, now, for the Ricky is the younger brother of Billy, who was the killer from the original movie. Um, now, here, I guess Samuel Jackson's grandfather or father comes in at this point. Well, I guess
0: it'd be his cousin because actually they're probably about
1: the same age. Yeah, Samuel <laughs> but, Jackson would be, and would just straight up be him. <laughs> I, I just, he was, this guy was so awesome he he looks straight like they just took up like some for like black dynamite or blackula it's straight a black and they plucked plucked him out of there and dropped him into this movie he looks
0: insane yeah now he's walking into the room and he's being i guess what he's trying to do is be incredibly cautious not turning his back on ricky he's keeping his eye on him but his eyes are so big and mm-hmm. so wide if you know that poster or that that image of Samuel Jackson in Black Snake Moan, when he just looks crazy as hell <laughs> with his eyes all big, like crazy. Yeah, you know, just they make memes out of the picture all the time. It's great, but he looks like that all the time.
1: Okay. <laughs> so yeah, the orderly comes in and he sets up this large, like old school, like tape recording device. While Ricky again is just sitting there playing with his Zippo and lights another cigarette. Um, now in comes the shrink, Doctor Bloom. Uh, he finishes setting up the tape recorder and tells the Orly he can leave, and that's the last we see of him, p- pretty much. He's kind of a dick to the orderly. Yeah, he's like, "Get, get out." He just brushes him aside. So he now, snaps a... him. <laughs> <Ow! laughs> um, so the conversation now starts up, and Ricky's very first line of the movie is "Fuck off, Doc." That's his first <laughs> opening line. Now, Eric Foreman, who plays Ricky, is, in my opinion, so over the top. That he is, he's trying to be so intense and serious all the time, but he, but there's never any like real sort of inflection or change in his voice when he talks. It's awful. It's, it's really, really bad. It's the best. (laughs) It's fantastic. I can't get enough. I mean,
0: everything he says (laughs) is so intense. Everything is. I gotta go to the bathroom. (laughs) It's like I need a body break. It's (laughs) like he's
1: Macho Man twenty
0: four seven. Like he's got that kind of intensity.
1: Uh, It's funny you said because to give the people listening uh, an idea of this, I put I threw together like a little a mashup of some of the Ricky and Dr. Bloom dialogue conversation throughout the movie and just put it put together like a little bottom one-minute clips, just so you get an idea of what pretty much this entire movie sounds like. Oh, my God. It's so, great. I can't yeah, wait. Enjoy this. My time is very valuable. Oh. And mine isn't?
0: Your time is running out, son
1: your last chance yeah yeah what makes you think you can bullshit your way into my head like every other pencil in that piece of shit that was a long time ago how could you possibly remember all that because I was there
0: you know I don't like your attitude Bloom my attitude the issue, Mr. Caldwell. Oh, I forgot. You miss your brother. What do you think? You felt sorry for him. Why? I feel sorry for you. Do you dream, Ricky? I don't sleep.
1: Yeah, so that's my little Ricky clip. And the whole movie, like, they are trying so hard to make this so intense and and deep and dramatic, but it's just so awful. So awesome. (laughs) Oh, my God. Even the doc, like, after listening to those clips,
0: dude, the doc is just as bad, too. Yeah.
1: But he has a little more inflection, but yeah, it's a whole. Every scene was. Don't
0: sleep. (laughs) (laughs) But but the doc's like, my attitude isn't the one in question here. Oh,
1: I forgot. forgot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So basically, that's what you do up the entire movie. Entire movie. Um. Now we find out a, a text coming that it's, it's December twenty fourth. Uh. That's flashed up on the screen, and Bloom goes right into it and right away asks Ricky, "Who killed your parents?" Just straight up. Hey, who, who murdered your parents? And now at this point, the movie turns into a forty-minute-long retelling. Of the original movie. And that's no joke. Which, it literally is the entire first movie chopped down and condensed. Uh, Just cut the fact. Yeah. This has got to be the laziest filmmaking I have ever seen in my life. To call this a sequel
0: is bananas. Yeah,
1: this is the most bullshit move I've ever seen. Uh... It's it's pretty much unexcusable with,
0: with the laziness. I'll totally agree. Bullshit.
1: <sighs> no, it's th- because it's bullshit. Okay. Well, dude. yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. That's bullshit. But that doesn't mean I still don't like it. Oh, so. Okay. Um. So there are some very short dialogue scenes between with Ricky and Bloom. It's kind of like
0: Ricky's setting
1: it up. Yeah. Like Almost. it jumps. It kind of they help jump the, the flashbacks ahead a little bit, like
0: the Greek chorus, if you will.
1: Very much so. Great reference there. I don't know how many people are going to get that, but. Yeah, it's a great reference. So um, To all those smarty pants out there. But there are so many things that are fucked up and bad about this movie. Uh, one being that Ricky tells Bloom that he remembers his parents being killed because he was there. Um, Mind you, he was an infant. Yeah, this would make sense for Billy who was in the first one because Billy was like six or eight or something like that in the first movie. But Ricky was a fucking baby in diapers. Not even a year, year old yet when the murders happened. There's no fucking way he remembers that at all. Uh, so that that's a big issue I had with this whole thing. Saying I yeah. remember I was there. Well,
0: even the doc said so. He's just like, how do you remember that? That should that's that's impossible. Yeah, you know, and it's like that just shows you the craziness of old Ricky,
1: or the fact that just the shitty writing of this movie. <laughs> like, how, oh, he was there, so we'll just that gives an excuse to flash show this flashback again. Um, so now it jumps to Ricky and Billy's time at the orphanage. And again, it just shows the entire first movie.
0: And if you haven't, uh, go ahead and go back and have a listen to our, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, uh,
1: episode 36. Okay. Episode yeah. 36. Um, and at this point it goes from the parents murder to the orphanage to Billy working at the toy store. Billy's killing spree, where and then again it shows each and every murder from the first movie. And again, sorry, we're kind of going
0: through it fast, but we've done this movie yeah, before. That's right, we're, we're, we've we're, been here, done that exactly. And it's just Ricky filling in the filling in the holes, the gaps, yeah. because they cut out all the fat in between, uh, and they just show the murders and the scenes that kind of meant something. Yeah, and it's it's kind of fun because they they do they cut out all the fat. They just give you the kills. They give you the thrills. It's kind of I like it. I like it. It's if you, like, let me put it this way. If you haven't seen
1: the first one, watch the second one. Yeah, you'll never <laughs> need to see the first one. Uh, and then it, t- you know, it takes Billy back to the orphanage to kill Kilmar Superior where Billy gets shot and dies at Ricky's feet. And we just covered half the movie. That's pretty much, yeah. So, exactly. The, th- this took 40 minutes of this movie. Uh, it's, a, it's all bullshit, a complete waste of time because this whole movie is only about 85 minutes long. So, pretty much half the movie is all clips and flashback from the first one. It's not original material none, at all. None. None. Um, so uh, once Ricky ends the flashback, now I guess this this movie actually technically would start. Uh, he, the
0: story of Ricky now. Yeah. Kind of takes
1: over. And at the end of the flashback,
0: you know, they do show you know Billy getting shot and killed, um, and falling at the feet of Ricky. Yeah. Ricky looking over at Mother Superior and saying. Naughty, so Which, they kind of gave but th- a but prelude. They, sh- they
1: show that in the first one, exactly. Too.
0: But it's like that's and that's where we kind of pick up now. So, just letting you know, this so Ricky is you know, he kind of t- is, I, you know,
1: say, what they should have done is just start the movie with that scene, like okay, right, Billy, boom, dead, show Ricky, say naughty, then like 18 years later, or or 10, 12 years, or however you want to be. And then just pick up the movie. They don't need to waste 40 minutes of people's lives over rehashing the entire first movie. Yeah. Um, so he, Ricky tells Blue about how the nuns found him like a foster family to go live with. The, the Rosenberg. Rosenblads,
0: Rosenbergs. Rosenbergs. Yeah, they're not going to be celebrating Christmas. No, nice no. Jewish family. <laughs>
1: um, so even though we finally, we're finally finding a new material here, it's still all total flashbacks. Uh, and we, you know, we see scenes of Ricky get picked up by his new family, him growing up, 15 year old Ricky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's even saying, he's like,
0: it was great. I like, they treated me good. They were nice. Hey, well, I had a dog. It was a good time. You know, yeah. he's, he's happy.
1: But here's another problem with the movie is that the timeline is messed up. They mess up their own timeline, either due to the writing or due to, uh, well, yeah, just, just the right. They mess it up. Uh, because the first movie took place in the present day. Present day time, back in, and, when, and that was made in 1984, something like that. Billy is 18 when he's killed. So that means Ricky, according to this, is 12, He's because it's supposed to be eight years apart. But when we see the flashbacks of Ricky living with his new family, it looks like it's the late 70s or very <laughs> early 80s. Not Not to mention that this movie takes place with Ricky being at least 19 or 20 at the time. So that would mean this movie would actually take place in 92 or 93. Like he's presently telling these reverse stories, but they never acknowledge this and they portray him like it takes place in the present day 87 when the movie was made, which is, Impossible based on the timeline.
0: God damn, Marshall, you're going deep.
1: And yeah, I love that shit. Because this is a movie was made three years <laughs> after the first one. Yeah, why didn't so, they say the
0: future? In the future. future. I mean,
1: yeah, like 20 years later. No, they're making it seem like it's right after the first one, but it's impossible for that to happen.
0: Because man, it is 80s as fuck. It is. <laughs> I love the gear that Ricky's wearing when he's an adult. Oh, Oh my God. The the clothes he's wearing when he's at the movie theater we're going to get to. Oh, 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 fuck.
1: So, so, uh, anyway, so Ricky, uh, also, they can't keep this right. Ricky's hair changes three colors three times throughout this film. He starts off as a brunette. Young Ricky in the orphanage is just brown hair. And then, one of the very first flashbacks where he gets adopted by the Rosenbergs, he's blonde. blonde. He's blonde. Super he's, blonde. He's like Hitler Youth yeah. Blonde. And then when he's 15 and 18, he's back to brown. Yeah. They can't even get the hair color straight in this movie. <laughs> he's so blonde. So um, another time age fuck-up is when Ricky's talking about his adopted father died five years ago because there's a scene where, oh, my father died five years. This would put him at age 17 because this he was 12 when he got adopted. But the credits all refer to him, say, Ricky at 15. Right. So that means that he was 10 when he was adopted, not 12, which means he had to been adopted two years before Billy was even killed. Nothing in this movie makes sense. <laughs> Nothing. Well, you have too many writers fucking it up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't keep it straight. Everyone's right. doing their own fucking thing. So, yeah, I even went, after the movie, I went back, I checked the credits just to make sure I was like, right. yeah, it's clearly reads Ricky at 10 it, mm-hmm. when and then Ricky at 15 but then they say in the writing that he's 17 when his father dies and he was 12 we get, it's everything's fucked up <laughs> nothing's right in this movie so after the funeral scene time jumps forward ahead like a short amount of time not too much and it's just Ricky walking around by himself in like the wilderness somewhere out on the middle of nowhere yeah he's out in the woods yeah just enjoying like, a stroll not real wood but like fields and trees yeah, like not, and not not like a heavy wood thing right right but um and he comes across this couple in a red jeep now the red car thing becomes a big like every car in this movie is red it's like a thing in this and, movie and yeah it's uh <laughs> we'll get we'll get to it okay um, uh, so he spots this couple on a blanket out in the field and he watches them from a distance and basically the guy i think his name is eddie he's like he just wants to get laid. He starts. He's slamming Takati beer. Takati beer. Yesterday, <laughs> I did write that. Yeah, Takati. Um. Yeah, he's getting real hands. He's like, "Come on, let's do it." And so he's he's ready to go, and the girl's like, nah, "I don't really want to do it right now." So uh, uh,
0: he's got a hard on, and he needs to blow his wad. Yes. Oh my god, he is not stopping. No, he is not.
1: Um. And this triggers the flashback of Ricky's. Mother being uh, raped and murdered. From the again, first movie. Yeah, from first movie, which again pisses me off because there's no way baby Ricky would even see this. Even if he didn't remember, he wouldn't see because he was locked up in a car seat in the car. The mother was outside the car, flat on her back on the street. There's no way he has a visual line sight to even see this happen. And, uh, yeah, he's an infant. And, yeah, he's less than one years old. <laughs> so, oh, God damn this movie. But he's having flashbacks. He is having flashbacks. So the girl kicks the guy in the balls. This stops him. He goes like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go get another Tecate beer," <laughs> and, which is back <laughs> in the jeep. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so Eddie, uh, he they, they do a very deliberate shot of him showing him reaching through the cab through the driver's side window, and the jeep is empty. There's nobody in the jeep. He walks in around the front of the jeep, and now, as on magically, Ricky is sitting in the driver's seat. How does he get there so fast? (laughs) Where did he come from? He's a ghost or something in order to walk up in the outside, stepping on twigs. Never heard. The guy has apparently no peripheral vision then either. He opens up a car door, gets in. The guy doesn't feel the car move or shake when he sits down. Close the car door. Nothing. He just materializes in the driver's seat of this Jeep. Didn't you know Ricky was part nightcrawler? Apparently. Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. Poof. God damn. <laughs> so Ricky runs Eddie. He, he, he starts up and just runs him over, like Dude, back and forth. I love it. He just starts up the Jeep and
0: boom. Runs him <laughs> over, puts in reverse, boom. Yeah. And back and drive, boom. This goes on for a while. Yeah, it does. And you see the girl in the distance kind of look up and see this truck or the Jeep going back, back and, and forth. Like and, and, and bumping forth. over something. And that's not Eddie driving. No.
1: She walks over. Uh, oh, yeah. She walks. <laughs> He gets out of the jeep and starts to walk away, but runs into the woman because she walks over, <laughs>
0: looks under, sees the mauled body of like, her boyfriend or date at least Eddie, and instead of being horrified, terrified, and being like ah and running away, she looks at him. They kind of lock eyes, and she goes, "Thanks." Yeah, she Thanks. says, "Thank you," and then just walks away <laughs> like, go get a milkshake <laughs> or something. And Ricky's like, "Eh, you yeah. know, just kind of like nods at like, "Eh, you know yeah, what's what up." Right <laughs> <Run> on. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. You just blatantly caught just... horrible vehicular murder, murdered, murdered vehicular the shit. homicide. Really?
0: Hey, I'm not sticking up for Eddie. I don't think anything Eddie did was right. He's no. a horrible person. But the girl's
1: like? Thank you. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> holy shit, Jesus. So, oh, I can, for, before I go on, I gotta take a sip of my drink here, and, and I haven't mentioned it, yet, but it is Audi season. And because, for me, this movie is so fucking awful and just horrendous, I'm drinking the heavy stuff. I'm drinking the Evan Williams Original Southern Eggnog for the <laughs> holiday season, keeping a little bit of Christmas cheer while still getting my my needed intake of heavy alcohol. There whiskey. you go. There you go. Hey, <laughs> so, man. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Uh, so, again, we jump ahead in time. Now Ricky's 18, and he's working as like, a dishwasher or something, you know, just – your shorthand, not even a cook. He's just a like dishwasher guy at some restaurant. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, he even says,
0: "I got a job washing dishes, taking on garbage shit like that." Yeah, and he said it like that.
1: <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, so one night, Ricky's out taking the trash out, and he spots Rocco, the loan shark, putting the heat on some guy that owes him money in an alleyway.
0: And really quick, Ricky is rocked. Ricky's a ripped dude. He,
1: for for such or something like a like who's he's,
0: supposed to be eighteen or yeah. nineteen, the dude is jacked. Yeah, he's,
1: well, like, okay, he's not like he's not like we're not talking like he's not Arnold, like rock, Sch- We're not talking Arnold Schwarzenegger, rock, St- Stallone, Jack, but he, he is, is in a really good shape. Big for, dude, for especially <laughs> yeah, which you don't really see a whole lot of people like your stars and A's were not this big or ripped unless they were roided out.
0: Yeah, you know and.
1: He probably could have been <laughs> uh, So, uh,
0: He had so, tiny legs and a giant chest, <laughs>
1: you know? So, Rocco just beats the crap out of this random guy, leaves him lying in a pile of trash. Now, Rocco turns to walky and Ricky stops him. They, he bumps into each other, and Ricky just attacks Rocco. Yeah,
0: Rocco's like, hey, what's your problem? He, he just, like, stops him. And I think, doesn't he say something? Doesn't he say he says, naughty? I think he says punish. Yeah, he goes punish. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, wise guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just. three students. Yeah. And then you don't see what happens. You just hear a scuffle. And you see Rocco fly through the air and land in garbage.
1: Yeah, piles of garbage. Uh, so, now again, Ricky at this point is just supposed to be your average Run of the mill psycho, just a normal crazy guy. <laughs> well run-of-the-mill the psycho. Psych, yeah. <laughs> you know But he has superhuman strength. I mean, like you said, he tosses Rocco like a ragdow on his pile of trash from at least a ten feet away. And then, with one hand, he lifts him up off the ground and holds him up against a brick wall
0: effortlessly.
1: Effortlessly, and he manages to hold on to Rocco after Rocco punches him three times in the face, and he which just, has no effect
0: just on Ricky. Takes it, takes the punch, looks back at him, takes the punch, looks back at him I'm like, God
1: damn, yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. It was like the scene in Terminator, like uh, where was it, Reese or something? He's like hitting the Terminator over here with a pipe, and Terminator's like, "What? Yeah, nothing." Uh, Because it was the
0: fucking Terminator. Terminator. Yeah.
1: (laughs) This is just Ricky as a messed up kid who's got superhuman strength. So (laughs) Ricky then reaches down and picks up uh, an old umbrella. And just impales Rocco up through the stomach and out the back with his umbrella, and as it goes through him, the umbrella pops, pops open, open. <laughs> and it's like your—it's—it's it's like the red and white umbrella from Resident Evil umbrella. Yeah, it, it looks like a rich. lot
0: like that. For anybody who's a listener, that's a fan of Resident Evil, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, straight out of um, like Raccoon City yeah. umbrella. I when, I when I saw that, it's the first thing I thought. I was like,
1: me oh, too. Yeah. yeah, I was like, like umbrella. umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ricky just leaves Rocco's dead body in the alleyway. With an open, with the umbrella open, sticking out of it, and just walks off. I guess to go back to finish his dishwashing shift. Um, So (laughs) now we go back to Doctor Bloom, who is he's starting to sweat. He's sweating. He's saying he has he has no mention of these two killings in his notes. And if I haven't mentioned this, it's because during this exchange between Ricky and Bloom, is it's out of control. Um, Ricky's eyebrows are constantly. Raising throughout this whole, like every line, his eyebrows are go up and down, up and down. Uh, Like, like someone told him, act with your eyebrows. Yeah, it's like it's like okay, got it. I've never seen like his eyebrows should get an Oscar for best crazy eyebrow raising performance or something like that. It's bonkers,
0: dude. Not only is he ripped, his eyebrow muscles must be (laughs) (laughs) just—they're just flying around all over the place. They're like
1: can't even control them. They're just all over the place. Uh. So Bloom pulls out a black and white headshot picture of a woman who we find out is Ricky's lover or ex-girlfriend Jennifer. Now, Jennifer is just a regular normal woman, but for some reason she likes to gi- she gives him an autographed headshot. Uh, so <laughs> at this point I just right. Right. <laughs> That's right. I didn't even think about that. So it I, so <laughs> this, honestly, it's so weird. It's honestly a <laughs> total like like it's black like and white. You see, like, one of those restaurants, like a laundromat in New York City, like, Dane, De- Dane DeVito does my laundry here. <laughs> Suzanne Summers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she does look
0: like she's kind of out of Three's Company, too. And,
1: yeah, it's, it's, just, it's a straight up headshot. I mean, yeah. it's glossy and black and white. I swear to God. The director... And it has her
0: name signed with an X O X O. Yes.
1: I, I, I swear, I think what happened is the director and producer just said, fuck it at this point. Let's just use the actress's real headshot because. From our auditions because we just don't care anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. swear that's what happened. Uh, so again we jump we had we jump ahead to Ricky, uh, to, to the Ricky Jennifer saga here, and they meet. This is how they meet. They meet when she rear ends him on his motorcycle with her car, <laughs> knocks him over. And the bitch doesn't even say sorry for hitting she you. She gets out with
0: she, her skinny-ass legs and starts laughing. She
1: just stands over him, <laughs> looking down. She giggles a bit. They make googly-oogly eyes at each other. And that's how the relationship begins. Because we cut ahead. We, we move forward some some mod, boring montages and ride right around his motorcycle. They're all playing grab-ass. They're hugging. They're, ah, everything's great. She hits you with her car and never even said sorry. <laughs> and that's how you...
0: Whatever. I knew I loved her. She was,
1: <laughs> she was
0: crazy just like me.
1: Ugh. So this the whole montage ends with a really, what, what? The I guess you would call it, but it's the most boring and bad sex scene ever. It, it's really bad and awful. Uh, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's weird
0: a, because he's got one hand on her hip, his left hand on the hip, and they show his right hand just hovering above her butt. Yeah. Which no one would just let it hover. <laughs> like he's just letting this thing dangle above her butt like, what it's almost like doing? when
1: those look when somebody's like that i'm not touching you i'm not touching right. you i'm not touching you but yeah. you know the thing like right on your nose but right. not but touching just, you. he's <laughs> not
0: touching your butt and i'm thinking is he just trying to be respectful of the actress because he's not doing good acting because if he was acting he'd be grabbing a big handful of that yeah or maybe he's gay maybe you he's... never know
1: and he's just like ew ew or maybe <laughs> she's like don't touch me yeah <laughs> no. you are a creepy motherfucker um Basically, it turns out that Ricky tells Doctor Bloom that this was his first time. That I thought it was hers too. That's basically how he says yeah. it. Um, so we fade in to Ricky and Jennifer. Now they're at the movies. They're watching. In the
0: whole they're watching
1: movie. the trailer for a new movie called Chaos. The movie we've all been waiting for. More action. More violence. More death and destruction than any film seen before. I want to see that. Chaos. I want
0: to see chaos. And that's pretty much the trailer you
1: hear. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And
0: Ricky's like looking with intent. He's like, yeah. He's like really enthralled. He wants to see chaos. Yeah, he does.
1: And in the very back row, there's this obnoxious loudmouth douche who just won't stop yelling at the screen. And next to him is is his little (laughs) mustachioed friend. I know his friend. (laughs) looks... Just... They both look like teenagers, except the guy with the mustache all of a sudden went to like
0: thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's just like, "Why am I here?" Yeah, he
1: looks so much older you know, with that mustache. That, that's why you say that he looks so much older because I have a tidbit about that in odds oh, okay. and ends.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the the punk kid is just like, "Movie, movie," just ah,
1: yeah, know, just, just
0: being totally obnoxious.
1: Yeah. So the loudmouth takes offense to Ricky turning around and looking at him for being so loud. Uh, Ricky doesn't say anything at this time, and Jennifer tells Ricky that she really likes him, that he's different than everybody else. Uh, they go to kiss, but they're interrupted by the loudmouth making <laughs> kissing sounds at them. Um, now, it should be noted that Ricky talks, again, exactly the same in these scenes as he does with Dr. Bloom. I'm always intense. Yeah, like, do you want popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> or do you want some milk duds? <laughs> I mean, you would think the director... i have gummy bears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guy just can't relax.
1: You would, I swear you would think the director would say to Eric, Eric the actor, he's like, so, no, easy, no, easy, no. Easy. Ricky's <laughs> supposed to be happy in these scenes yeah. with Jennifer. Jennifer makes him happy. But I'm again, I'm guessing the director just checked out and just said, at, at this point, and just said, fuck it. I don't care anymore, just whatever. <laughs>
0: just, and uh. so he goes to kiss the girl. The guy's making fun of him some more. Ricky looks back and he's just like, "What? You gonna kiss her? Whatever. Yeah, I didn't think so. Faggot. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. Ah, the eighties. Yep,
1: man. The movies love throwing the fag word right around the eighties, man. They they just use that with abundant, <laughs> with reckless abandon. I should say. Uh, also, I took five twenty. This is the smallest and most. Brightest lit movie theater I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't think they even dim the lights. What kind of movie theater has white walls? White walls. (laughs) And it's like four aisles, like five aisles. It's the tiniest thing. Like, I've seen people have bigger movie theaters in their basements than this place. (laughs) So, uh... Jeffrey tells Ricky that the movie they're about this to watch- This is so funny. This is my
0: favorite scene in the whole movie.
1: So after he gets called a faggot,
0: he looks back over and he's just like trying to ignore this guy. And he goes, what's this movie about anyway? And she goes, oh, it's great. It's about this guy who dresses up on like Santa and goes around killing people. And Ricky goes, this is the most inflection he, <laughs> he has in the really whole is. movie. It totally is. He he goes- just, instead of being like, oh, he goes, What? <laughs>
1: Movie, okay, like, he didn't go No, he really he does. does. No, no, he didn't go, what? He didn't sound like a black, sassy black boy, but he's like, what? I mean, it was so what? He was, it was so funny. He was so out character.
0: <laughs> the whole movie. i Why did he go, what? Like, yeah. What? <laughs> 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 I fucking lost it. Oh.
1: I'm trying in stone code. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, so, so, what this... Again, what makes... <laughs> this is so Even
0: better. Bad
1: filmmaking. The, the, they start showing the movie in a movie, and guess what the movie in the movie is? It's the fucking scene from Night. Silent Night, Deadly Night 1. <laughs> it's the opening, it's the opening scene. <laughs> so, he's like watching the history of his life. Yeah, it's like... So, is this like meta? Like, was Silent Night, Deadly 1 <laughs> a movie? <laughs> Was the was it? Did they make a movie based on the life of Billy, and they're showing it now for Ricky to watch? Oh my god! <laughs> Just, what is happening? This is the laziest filmmaking I've ever seen. I ever, it. I fucking loved it. <laughs> so I mean, they show us the man dress us in and kill Ricky's parents. That, that that they shoot the gas station clerk, take off in the same car, and then go same kill Ricky. car. Then and then thing out. we don't
0: see is him killing parents. Yeah,
1: because so. we've already seen that in the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> God damn. So at this point, Ricky just says, punish. punish, gets up from his seat and just walks out of frame. <laughs> and You know, the chick is like, whatever. It's just normal Ricky. Just punishing. <laughs> Ricky being Ricky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so after he leaves, Jennifer's ex-boyfriend pops up behind her and like, tries to put the move on her. Just out of nowhere. Marty.
0: Was it Marty? It's like Chet or oh, Chad. Oh, Chet. It was Chet.
1: It's that's a really white boy name. Yeah. It's like Chet, yeah. Chad, Cody or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was Chip. Or it's Ch- Chip. Yes, it's Chip. right here. Chip. 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 Okay, Chip. Um. So, again- Chip must have been, like, lying on the floor of this booth here this whole time. Because how does he get behind her is beyond my imagination. Well, he may have imagining. been laying
0: there for fucking hours because he is white as a ghost. <laughs> he is white he's as He's never a ghost. seen the sun in his life. <laughs> and his hair is this horrible he, dyed oh, blonde. Oh, it's, it's
1: like platinum black. Oh, like, he's wants
0: like, he's, he's away from being an albino. <laughs> he's supposed to be kind of like the preppy, oh, yeah. you know, rich kid. He's like, I haven't seen you at the club. You yeah, know, he, like,
1: he's just straight. Like, if this was, like, an after, he'd be, like, the, the rich ski guy who, the, the bully guy. Right. Well, that's who he's supposed to portray. Yeah. But his
0: hair is so bad. Oh, so bad. Yeah. I'm just like, nah. And not
1: even bad for 80s. Like, good 80s bad. Yeah, just bad. Just just bad. Really bad. Yeah, it
0: just looks like shit.
1: So uh, we find out that they, the big thing to take away from this is that she keeps shooting him down. And we, we do find out that she, the, the two of them fucked in the back of his car. and They dated she,
0: for a while. She turned him down. He wants her back.
1: And she broke up with him for standing her up, cheating on her, and ruining her best sweater. Ew. Which, I'm guessing, that swear I got ruined that night in the back seat, perhaps? <whistles> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the first thing that came to <laughs> my mind.
0: Um little baby juice got on there. Man, that's some powerful stuff there, Chip. God damn.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, while Chip and Jennifer have been talking, Ninja Ricky has somehow removed and dispatched the loudmouthed mustachioed friend and has taken his spot Next loudmouth without being seen this or heard great. or noticed. This is great.
0: So the loudmouth's talking to the mustache friend, like, hey, can you believe that? That's so stupid. You can see both their face. And he turns back to him and you see both their face. And the third time when he turns back to say something, to mustache, he's face to face with Ricky. Mustache is gone. Yeah, mustache is gone. And he just goes, punish. He goes, shh. Punish. <laughs> the anyway, fuck, we didn't even talk about oh, no, what Ricky's no, wearing. No, I'm sorry. He
1: says naughty, not oh, he yeah. says naughty. He says naughty. He goes We didn't
0: see what Ricky's wearing. Oh, my God. He's wearing this like canary yellow polo <laughs> Yeah. and the most dick tight white pants tucked in polo you've ever seen. I mean, he looks like a Ken doll who tried to portray Miami Vice without the sports coat. It's crazy. His pants are so white and so tight. Holy cow! I fucking love it.
1: Oh. So, Chip and Jennifer turn around to see what the commotion is going on, and all they see is a pair of legs sticking up from behind the seats, Flopping twitching around, and popcorn like flying out from behind the seats. So, Ricky's and they're like fucking them up. Yeah, they just look like, back and eh, like yeah. Eh. Not to mention the the, the two older people the couple that come there between the two, they they, they like disappeared. <laughs> the entire opening of the scene, like there's this older couple between yeah. Ricky and Jennifer, and then the Limehouse couple in between them. But during this, they're just gone because they just witnessed
0: a fucking <laughs> murder. Yeah. They're like, goddamn, we <laughs> need to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so
1: before Chip's le- before Chip leaves, he tells Jennifer that he will be home all summer and he's gonna be waiting for her to come crawling back to him. Now, Ricky magically reappears on the other side of Jennifer, which, what? And she wants to leave, but he says, no, I'm beginning to like this picture. Yeah. He's actually, who said who said picture in the 80s? Uh,
0: intense Ricky says yeah. picture. <laughs>
1: I would think Amy and Aza, you want me to see the picture show today? It, yeah. it wasn't the 40s. Or, All right, let's go catch the trolley. Yeah, let's like, go see the picture. Yeah. <laughs> we can watch three movies for a nickel. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we jump ahead to some other day. We don't know when, and Ricky and Jennifer—they're holding hands, walking down the sidewalk of a nice, peaceful, you know, really Quiet nice neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah, and they run into Chip working on his sweet red convertible must—I probably a Mustang at this point. It's a muscle know. car. Yeah. Uh, now Chip gets—he—he uh, he starts rubbing it in their face that he fucked Jennifer. Like, yeah, you know, just blatantly. obviously. Ricky. Starts getting upset. He gets in his gets into Chip's face, trying to kind of defend Jennifer and trying to get shut Ricky uh Chip up. But in the argument, Ricky like pushes Jennifer she, down to the yeah, ground. Yeah,
0: they're getting in each other's face. She tries to step in between them. She falls down. She gets pushed. Down. I don't like, think she gets pushed. It's like the lamest fall ever. She's all of a sudden like kind of ducks out of frame, and then the next scene, she's like laying on the grass, like uh, it's like yeah. really odd. Yeah, it's but it is bad. Chip, you know, he's laughing. He thinks it's funny. It's like, oh, you're falling for me again. Yeah, that's what yeah, yeah. that's what it and is. And apparently this lame line yeah. is too much <laughs> exactly. for Ricky to exactly. handle. It's not the fact that he's saying, Yeah, I Fuck fucked your girl in the back <laughs> seat of my car. It's, it's 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 oh you're falling for me. This lame joke. <laughs> and that Ricky just can't take lame
1: jokes. No, man. he can't, cannot. Just can't take it. Because at this point, Ricky grabs Chick by the neck and forces his head down to the car's exposed engine, because the hood's up. He then takes the red end of a set of jumper cables that are attached to a battery charger and sticks it into Chip's mouth. Uh, Sparks fly as Ricky turns up the voltage of the battery charger. Chip gets electrocuted so badly that his eyes explode out of their sockets. He's he's wearing sunglasses. (laughs) They explode with
0: such force. Not only does his eyes fucking explode, but it shatters the sunglasses. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so awesome! (laughs)
1: But I'm sorry, but correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe human skin is a non conductible material. So I'm pretty sure Ricky should have been electrocuted too. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, hold he's him holding by the, him neck. the whole time. It's like not it's like a second right he lets go right before the eyes explode when he finally lets go. Yeah. But Ricky should have been electrocuted yes, he easily been. as well. Uh, now, Jennifer, anyway, Jennifer screams. And Ricky's
0: th- smiling. He's so proud yeah. of himself.
1: Like, look, Ma, look what I did. <laughs> uh, Jennifer's freaking out. She, 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 uh, yeah. Why'd you do that? Yeah. I hate you. I hate you, blah, blah, blah. And while she's yelling at Ricky the whole time, he starts having more flashbacks of Mother Superior saying, naughty, punish, naughty, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um. So now Ricky just snaps. He, this is where he snaps. And he attacks Jennifer. And in a brilliant piece of writing and acting, Jennifer simply says, "Uh oh," <laughs> and tries to run away. Like cue Scooby Doo, run, <laughs> run! <Ruh-ruh>. It- <laughs> and that is literally in this oh, movie. No.
0: She's yelling, she's yelling, and she sees Ricky go kind of go kill her. He's like, "I'm gonna kill you, pigeon." Uh
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's her final <laughs> word. Yeah, that is that's her final line. Uh oh. <laughs> Because Rippy rips the antenna off the yeah. car, which is, again, another red car. And he uses it to strangle Jennifer to death. Now, this is the fastest strangulation I've ever seen. Because Jennifer, first of all, she doesn't put up much of a fight. She pretty much dies instantly <laughs> as soon as the antenna touches her throat. Like, Yeah, she did. She's just, ah! <laughs> the second she hits the ground, like, seriously, the second her body hits the ground... Up there's, there's, happy, a, police there's a police officer right there. <laughs> Which why did the cop get out and do something once you know I don't know Chip's head exploded right. <laughs> if he was that close. Oh,
0: he's just there, and <laughs> he's, he's the there. most OP motherfucker. Thank you ever. I was
1: trying to think of that name, that, that cop's oh. name, but yeah, his hat's barely on. It's all crooked. He, he look, he's well, the doopy well, he doopy cop. He looks like
0: opie. Like he's got the kind of freckles, you know, like. Just the curly orange hair, real skinny. He looks like the Opie character. Yeah, right? but but um, you're thinking of uh, Don, not Don Rickles. What's his? I know the dog. Yeah, from I, um uh the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, I can't. Don Knox? No, no. Don, yeah, Don Knotts. It's yeah, Don Knotts Don who Knox. plays him. Yeah, yeah. It was Don Knotts. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what i was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: very much in that, that same yeah. mold. Um, so he pulls out the gun and he, he's telling Ricky to freeze. And he, first of all, he holds his gun so weird. And not like he's sideways, but he, he instead of holding it like straight out, he holds it like up at an angle with his wrist, like yeah, like at a forty-five degree angle. Yeah, like, yeah. Why? Who holds their exactly. gun that way? So he comes right up to Ricky. Yeah, like like right up to him. Which again, you is not police protocol. You don't get that
0: close. No. <laughs> He's just like, okay, big fella, I'm going to go ahead and put these here. Handcuffs are no funny business because yeah. I know how to use this. <laughs> and, as like a soon, Western. <laughs> and as soon as he says that, Ricky grabs a gun, <laughs> turns it around, and boom. And the guys, hey, He right turns in. his own
1: wrist around there. Yeah. <laughs> he shoots him through his fucking forehead yep. like well, that. Yep, he's dead. So Ricky picks up the cop's revolver, which is a, uh, a six-shooter. And an extension of his penis because, God totally damn, is. is he
0: just like, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's so into it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Guys. So he right. loves it. It's
1: so right cuz he like, <laughs> "Oh yeah. Like,
0: I should have bought something like this <laughs> weeks ago." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's
1: <laughs> All right, so I just lost toy lost my place. Okay. Now, at this point, Ricky just starts walking around the neighborhood. In the
0: middle of the street.
1: Middle of the day. Middle Middle of the day. Middle of the street. He's shooting and killing everyone he sees. Some guy steps on the porch and he goes, hey,
0: boom, mean, It turns
1: out Ricky's also a dead-eye marksman. He's just one shot, one kill. Yeah, because the guy uh, who comes on the porch and goes, hey, you, he's got to be like, He's a good 200 distance. yards away. I would say 200, but at least He's a long 30 way. to 40 yards at least. He's yeah. A, yeah, okay, easy, but um, goddamn. But just one shot, boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this basically brings us to what at least what Aaron and I consider to be the most famous and memorable scene. Classic line for in, in, us. In, for us, anyway. Uh, best when we were teenagers, because Ricky comes across this guy taking out the trash. Just poor Schmo. Poor Schmo just taking his garbage out, and Ricky's like, Garbage day. He <laughs> just Hey, huh? huh? Garbage, Garbage day? day. He just sarcastically <laughs> yells, "Garbage day!" and just <laughs> shoots, this shoots him. Um, and he tries to like use like the trash can as a shield, but the bullet just goes right through the trash can, hits the guy center mass in the chest, killing him right out. And he just, Ricky just continues walking around laughing like. Oh. He's, I love his less. <laughs> <laughs> now, just because this is like probably the most famous scene to talk about today. I do have this clip, so I'm going to play the garbage day just so you can hear how weird this is. Uh, enjoy this clip.
0: Garbage day. Huh? No. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that's the, that's the <laughs> <laughs> that, he would do tend to be awesome. Man proud of that yeah, laugh. That is yeah. so close to uh, so again, we see another small red car come driving down the street towards him. Uh, Ricky raises the gun, fires three shots in the car. The last bullet hits the car, like right in the grill. It causes it to swerve and ramp off an oddly yet very conveniently placed mound of dirt in the middle of the road. <laughs> for sure. Why that's there. Who knows? Um, now, when I say ramp, it doesn't mean I don't mean like a Dukes of Hazzard jumping car. It just like kind of goes up on two yeah, on the, two side wheels, and half just,
0: the car hits it, so it flips.
1: Yeah, and the car just mm. it rolls up on two sides and then flips over, and after uh, the car uh, flips, it just inexplicably Blows explodes up. in the middle. And it's the most gentle rolling flip I think I've ever seen in a movie. I mean, it's not like crash, crash, crash. It's just like. Eh, flat,
0: dumb, dump, dump,
1: and back backwards wheels, boom, boom.
0: <laughs> and dude, after watching this, the stuntman—the thing was—is that Ricky doesn't move. Like he shoots it, it goes up on the mount, and it just misses the stuntman. Yeah, by he just a stands. Yeah. Fucking hair. And I'm watching this. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah,
1: that stuntman's got balls yeah, the size. You can kind of see him move just a
0: fucking just a tiny bit. But if he didn't move that tiny bit, he was going to get clipped. Yeah, by that. That, cock. that
1: I was. That that stuntman was. That was bad. has hey, all my respect, man. That, that is bub-buh yeah. So um again, Ricky just chuckles
0: <laughs>
1: and walks away. Uh and the next shot of him is just laughing to himself, walking Looking down.
0: at the gun again, like, this is so cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, and look, okay, there's a shot where a, like a little girl on oh, a bike yeah. rolls up to him, yeah. runs into him, and he's runs, like,
0: like, he's on a shooting spree in the middle of the street, and, and some like, little girl, girl is like. Ride her little Run tri. her fucking <laughs> tricycle into Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Runs right into him. Runs right into him. She looks up and she goes,
1: Sorry, mister. She's like, Excuse me, sir. Excuse and he's me, like, sir.
0: He's like that's, Okay, It's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You live. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know what his rules are, because some
1: poor schmo was just trying to take well, out I guess his garbage. Is, yeah, I guess, yeah, Apparently, <laughs> taking out your garbage yeah. is naughty, but a girl runs in here with her bike, and that's okay. Yeah, she, oh, she apologized. She did apologize. Man, that's what he did was. not apologize for taking out that trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to take this garbage Maybe out. Maybe he he was taking out too late. Maybe he was, you know, he was supposed to take out oh, earlier that day, yeah. and he was late. You missed garbage you, day. You missed the garbage that's day. That's what it is. That's yeah. why
0: uh, he God just yelled damn, it. God we solved
1: the mystery. I think we did. <laughs> So now he walks, he's just walking across the street, and he comes across. Again, the, <laughs> looking at his gun. <laughs>
0: fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> and there's a police barricade just right in the middle of the road, and the cops order him to drop his guns. Ricky just laughs at him. <laughs> uh, he, he goes, he turns the gun on himself. And, and all the cops are like, no, no don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't be a fool. It's, it's hilarious because it goes, again, the acting of these cops is so horrendously bad. It's awful, and I, this is the other clip I did record because it's so bad. I was like, "Freeze! Stop right there! No, you have so much to live for! Please, don't, don't what, be a fool! Yeah, just, just listen. Oh Enjoy this."
0: Drop your weapon. Drop it. I repeat, drop it now. <laughs>
1: No! Don't do it! No! It's not worth it! Don't be a fool! Don't do it! Don't kill yourself! <laughs> <laughs> so bad that get this million dollar man laughing the whole time. <laughs> I just want to see. I just have a picture now of like Rick with the million dollar belt and like yeah. Virgil following behind with like with a stack, stack of money, of ones, stack of, stack of st- Benjamin's,
0: slapping money on
1: his hand. <laughs> I wish Rick was like putting like hundred dollar bills in the mouth of every person he killed. Kills. Ugh. so so he pulls the trigger and click the guns out of ammo now i will say this is the one thing about the movie that it actually got right because i've I, I counted number of shots he does fire six shots yeah me too and i was like holy shit they actually got that right i thought he was just gonna go start shoot shoot, shoot 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 yeah. shoot shoot no but uh but they got right continuity hey yeah, <laughs> that's the one time it works uh so we go back to ricky in the hospital and he's saying it's a shame that the cops stopped him before he could do what he really had to do. Which at this point, you know, it was like, what the fuck? You know, it does. What's he talking about? We don't know. Um, so he puts his cigarette out on the picture of Jennifer, the black, the headshot of Jennifer. The camera pans over to show Doctor Bloom dead on the table from being strangled to death by the the, the recording tape. Uh, which I would think wouldn't be strong to strangle somebody. but I think the table just snapped. Yeah, he doubled it up. But well, at this point, fuck it. This he's so He's white awful. as a
0: ghost. How long has he been
1: dead? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> he is pale as could be. He, he, yeah, that's like a good he's point. He's been he dead was... for hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricky just walks out. He's like, he, you know, keep like, killing. Like, I have to finish telling my story to nobody. Yeah, he goes, just... now
0: time to finish. <laughs> And then he walks out. The door's not locked. He just walks out. And then you <laughs> the door, hear
1: mental asylum doors yeah. aren't even locked. He just walks right out. And all
0: you hear is chaos. Just like him destroying anything that comes into so his So
1: I'm, I'm assuming Samuel Jackson dies there. In yeah, the Samuel
0: Jackson's cousin probably got it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Uh, so and now the camera it zooms in on the tape record, and then when it zooms out, we see a, a, a lieutenant, a police lieutenant. Uh, or detective, telling a nun, Sister Mary, that Ricky escaped six hours ago.
0: And they're just now putting the body in the body bag. Yeah.
1: Like, why would they bring her in to witness this body <laughs> that's being that's loaded on? And that's pretty traumatizing, you know? That's a great, point. That's a great point. Like... <laughs> Hey, come here! Come to the exact scene where he killed. Don't, that's the conversation you could have had over the phone, right, like, hey, uh, Sister Yeah. Uh, bad news, uh, Ricky. That guy, that cycle, yeah, he escaped about six hours come ago. Come
0: on down to the psych ward because I want you to see. I want you to see what I want, she, you to she, see she, sees.
1: I want to see what's in store for
0: you, so you know. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> These are awful cops.
1: <laughs> so we learned from Sister Mary that uh, Mother Superior has had a stroke over the last few years, or however she had a stroke. <laughs> she had something. And we cut <laughs> we to the Salvation Army Santa, ringing a bell, working his red bucket. We don't see it. We just hear it. Yeah. And Ricky, and Ricky kills him off camera. He sounds so, like, ridiculous. Hi, hey, everybody. <laughs> come on. Give, give a dollar to the Santa Claus. He
0: sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it really does. He sounds like he's half drunk, half retarded. <laughs> and he's just, come on. This is, Hey, you're a big fella. Don't you want to? G- ah! And then he dies,
1: you know. <laughs> It's so weird. Yeah. You don't see, we, it's such a weird it, choice. It really is. Uh, yeah. We don't see the death. You just hear it off off screen. It's like, we can't play you every clip or else no. we just play you the movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So the camera pans over to show Ricky now in a Santa suit, making a, a call from a phone booth. And when always says when a woman answers is Merry Christmas, Santa's back. Uh, and then he, he just leaves the phone booth, and the camera pans down to show the man the, killed. Yeah, the
0: dead Santa. pressed yeah. up against
1: the glass of the phone booth.
0: After on half retarded again. Yeah.
1: Now, we cut to Mother Superior, who's been replaced by a new actor, because uh, I'm sure the original Mother Superior, uh, Lillian Chauvin, just wanted nothing to do with this piece right. of shit. She's like, fuck it, I'm not doing that. And also, for some reason in this movie, having a stroke... <laughs> also gives you like leprosy. leprosy? I, was the same I thing. have no idea what the makers of this film were thinking, but what the hell is wrong with her face, dude? She's got like these massive, like lumpy boils on her face. Her face is oh. so... Fu- it was fine in the first movie. Yeah, she's was an old to- lady, an older woman. She was totally fine, but she suddenly has a stroke, and she looks like the left side of her face just went. It was like a, a, a leper who went 12 rounds with Mike Tyson. <laughs> it, it's it's the, what were they thinking? I, I guess it's trying to
0: hide the fact that it was a different actress, but it's pretty fucking It's bleak. pretty obvious. Yeah. You know what's the most
1: obvious thing? It's that you tried to cover it up. Yeah. You know, that makeup is insane. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. That might be the craziest thing in this whole movie. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, so she wheels herself over to a TV, turns on, and, and when- uh, she There's a Christmas parade Which she calls shameful and sacrilegious The Christmas day parade yeah. yeah. Which again, it's like nighttime, And it's the Christmas day parade Which well, is really weird Maybe it
0: recorded earlier that day But that bitch just doesn't like anything No,
1: she doesn't uh, So Ricky now chops through the front door with an axe During which we do know it's a, her address is 666 Yes, yes, yes Mother superior than none lives, lives at 666 at 666
0: Hell Road. <laughs> you know, like, what the, what the fuck is going on?
1: Like, that's what I expect to see, like, 976 Evil six. or somewhere. That's other her movie number. But not... <laughs> <laughs> that's her phone number. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so <laughs> <Jesus>. awesome. <laughs> Mother appears on the other line of the 976 Evil yeah. call. <laughs> Get your horoscope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so... Naughty punish! <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Ricky starts chopping down the door yeah, so with an axe. He gets out of who the fuck. Who know, was, he just shows up with an axe. Sure. Because Billy had it in the first one, we need to give it. We just there's no reason for him to even put on a Santa suit. They're just like, ah, yeah, yeah. Let's just rehash this. Exactly. Let's just finish what Billy could, not you know, <laughs> let's just go back. Everyone wanted that bitch to die. Let's see if we can do it this time.
1: <laughs> so he, he kicks open the door, calls out for her, and we see her hiding in a room upstairs. Uh, Ricky climbs the stairs, axe in hand. She barricades her door with a desk. Now, how a woman...
0: In a wheelchair. A wheelchair
1: man to do this? I have no idea. Mad props. Uh, so, and Ricky's trying to open the door. She immediately rams the door with her wheelchair.
0: Yeah, he pushes it, and she'll ram it with her wheelchair. And he'll be like, ha, oh, ha, oh, ha. Oh. He's kind of toying with her. Yeah. He's kind of laughing it off.
1: Uh, she is able to get the clothes and lock it, but Ricky just starts hacking down at the axe. Yeah, that, he's just like, meh. Yeah, and she just rolls herself uh, away into another room. And she tries to roll away, you know, down the hallway, but Ricky catches up to her. He raises the axe yeah, she like gets, the...
0: So she's trying to roll away and there's a stairs. So she's rolling to the stairs and she's gonna try and
1: There's a there's one of those chairlifts. Yeah, like, like a, a wheel chairlift. chair
0: lift. She's trying to get on the chair lift but she's kinda of stuck and Ricky slowly walks up to her raises his axe, and he's about to come down on her when she falls down the stairs just as Ricky swings down. She doesn't just
1: fall. She she fucking kamikazes herself. She's like, wow! (laughs) She launches herself down the stairs.
0: (laughs) I got to give props
1: to Mother Superior. She's just
0: like, fuck this. I'm not going out like that. She's trying.
1: So she goes crashing down the stairs.
0: Uh, (laughs) To where Ricky, you know, he... He misses and he's like, he's and, he trying, mur- and he
1: murders the wheelchair. Like He, 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 he murders the wheelchair that thing in half. <laughs> yeah, she Shit. pulls herself up using the banister and gets into another wheelchair, wheelchair at the bottom of the stairs and rolls into the kitchen. Ricky stalks after. Her. She gets out a large kitchen knife from a drawer and she holds it in her lap and then starts calling out to Ricky. She's like, you know, like Ricky. Come to you know, like, come face me. I'm not afraid of you. And I'm like, you
0: need run... to be punished. You've like, been naughty. Yeah, I guess but... he's trying to psychologically break him again. I can but like, Jeez, really? You so bad. much damage. Like, you're
1: not afraid of me Because your ass was just running and threw yourself downstairs. You're, uh, <laughs> you're scared of this guy. Uh, uh, I mean, you were practically pissing in your habit just a few seconds ago. <laughs> uh, she tells him that he's he's weak like his brother and that he, too, must be punished. So... Ricky enters behind her. They exchange some words. Uh, she orders him to put uh, his weapon down. That she is his mother superior, and that I, ra- you know, I, she raised him from a little boy, and that he must take his punishment, and that he's being very, very naughty. Yeah. Now, at this point, I don't know who's fucking crazier, or Ricky or mother superior, for trying to. <laughs> they're both. Fucking they're fucking. Bad they're shit. both gone at yeah. this point. Uh. So again, Ricky once again raises his axe overhead, and before he kills her, he says. The, to me, I thought one of the best lines of the movie was, Naughty this. <laughs> and this brings the axe down. <laughs> naughty this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's so weird. I know. Why are you like, Did he just said, Naughty, you're naughty. like, Naughty this. And it would have be been funny, like, he said, like, a, like, a, like a Bruce Willis, like, uh, uh, John McCain. John like, McCain. Naughty yeah. this. He's yeah, like, like,
0: kind of doing a jerk off motion, motion or but something. But... He's, like, he's like, Naughty
1: this. <laughs> So, outside a cop car pulls. Cop cars pull up and cops rush inside, followed by the uh, lieutenant and Sister Mary, uh, who at this point Sister Mary is a Meaningless fucking character. Cause it's yeah. not even the same sister again. Not the same the, from, actress. From, it's not no. even the same character. Yeah. Um. So Lieutenant and Sister Mary enter the room, find Mother Superior sitting in her wheelchair at the dining room table. She's just sitting there,
0: you know, quiet motionless, and motionless. Yeah. And you know, Sister Mary is coming over, Mother Superior mother superior oh and everyone's like looking around all tense she reaches out grabs her shoulder
1: and her fucking head falls off yep. plops right down head to the falls floor off. Ah! she, she screams she, she screams mother sister mary faints falls to the floor uh, she backs she backs up into ricky no no she she falls she faints and then as she faints we see ricky staying behind up? her yeah that's right yeah um, so, again, he, he raises his axe. He raises his axe. And when you should say something
0: epic, when you should say something, this is Sparta. Yeah. And Braveheart, freedom. And, you know, Highlander, there can be only one. Or just somebody die, bitch. Sure. Or, Naughty. What does he decide to say? Boo! Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was... <laughs> because I watched it three times. Wait, I thought he said "boo," <laughs> and I because I'm like, this motherfucker just said "moo" <laughs> with such intensity. <laughs> moo <Move. laughs> raises it up, and uh, I was like, is he saying "move"? Was he telling her to move? Move, nope. bitch, get out He says, "moo,
1: <laughs> moo." <laughs> moo! Oh, it's so weird. Where it's moo or boo, which it doesn't matter. This is so he, he, this weird. is his
0: last stand. He knows he's gonna die. The cops got him surrounded. <laughs> moo! <laughs> interesting choice. <laughs> interesting choice. <interesting.
1: laughs> uh, so the lieutenant just shoots Rick, Ricky twice, but Ricky's just standing there smiling, like laughing, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He takes one shot. <laughs> <laughs> The other shot.
0: <laughs> so
1: another cop rushes in and shoots Ricky in the chest with a pump action shotgun. That does the trick. This sends Ricky flying backwards, crashing through a window, landing on the front, on the, like the, the yard outside. Uh, the camera zooms in on Ricky's dead body, then cuts back to Sister Mary waking up from her fainting. She turns her head to the side, and in doing so, she's face to face with Mother Superior's decapitated head. Sister Mary screams again, cut back to Ricky who opens his oh, eyes guys. and smiles, and smiles. <laughs> roll credits that's Silent Night Deadly Night 2 yes <laughs> merry fucking christmas so uh, so a few things during the credits one thing i know is during the credits is that there is someone named James G Bedford who is credited for being the dialogue editor and i'm sorry this guy Should have been fired a long time ago. The dialogue in this movie is awful. If he's supposed to be editing that dialogue, he did a shit job. Uh, And also, because so much of the first movie was shown, the pretty much they had to list the entire cast Cast. of the original movie in the cast for this movie, even though it was just all archive flashback footage. That's just again shows you how lazy. This film. So it, this, I'm
0: curious that the guy, people who were in uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night One, get royalties. For, I would imagine
1: they had to if they yeah. get credit for this. Uh, I, I, I would think so. I right, mean, but sweet. I would, Yeah, know, that's double bonus. Yeah, <laughs> for not doing anything. Uh, with that, Let's move on to favorite kills.
0: There can be only one favorite kill.
1: All right, Oh, Yeah, favorite kills. Ooh, I still can't get that out of my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, not a whole lot to choose from, uh, but is what's your favorite? What's your favorite kill in
0: this? My favorite kill is uh, when Rocco got the umbrella through the stomach, through the chest, and then it opens up and it splatters blood. It's just, I fucking love it. And then it starts raining. It's, I love that one. That was my favorite one.
1: See, when I first going, it like, oh, it's got to be garbage day because I mean, we we've had that's been an inside joke with us since sure. we were like 15 years yeah, old. Yeah, But then I went back and watched it, and was like, Just I shoots him. It's the, <laughs> it's the umbrella. I agree 100%. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the umbrella. And the opening, and best the popping it open. It. Yeah, yeah. Best, it's the umbrella. And it's not even that great of a kill in compared to what, but for this movie, it's the umbrella. It's great. Umbrella. So that was, yeah, that was real quick and simple. So let's move on to odds <laughs> uh, and ends.
0: Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh. What is wrong with these guys?
1: Uh, ratings, IMDb gives it a three and a half, three point five out of ten. Uh, now we have the newest member of our perfect zero club joining. I'll always know what you did, did last summer. and Draniac with a perfect zero on Rotten Tomatoes, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. Wow! But it had a thirty percent audience score. So a zero. We, we need. We this is gonna be our. Is it, is it just uh, that they didn't?
0: Oh, no. Rank it yet, or is it just perfect. everyone was like perfect zero? Perfect,
1: it, it was yeah. Everybody hated it. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it, because if there, if it wasn't reviewed yet, it would say like no reviews of it. Right. But this says zero percent. Like so, uh, so I think we we need what we need to do now. We need like start an official horrible horror hall of shame. Ooh, and these the the perfect zeros have to be our first our first class, yeah. the first inductees in, uh, into the hall of shame. So, we'll make this happen. I'll I'll figure out a way to maybe put this on a website or something, like our official Hall of Shame, and we can add actors and people as well. Sure. Proud it. Um, but and that's back to raise. Amazon gives it a two point seven out of five. <laughs> um, there were eighty plot keywords for this movie. Holy shit! Eighty. Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, none of them were even that that great. Like the funny, the only, I wrote down four. Um, disembodied head. Nipples, which is just weird. Nipples. Nipples. And uh, which the only nipples you see are in a flashback. Uh, And then dead woman with eyes open. And I put a question mark like this because I don't understand why this is here. But it's surprise ending. Well, there's no surprise about this ending. Unless you're saying him open his eyes at the very, very end is a surprise ending. Well, it could be Mother Superior's head falling
0: off or the eyes open. But that's
1: not the ending. That's yeah. just that's still in the mm-hmm. movie. The ending is like you know, like the reveal. Like there's no surprise with that.
0: There like, really is. I mean, he obviously was going to go fuck up Mother Superior. Yeah, it wasn't like.
1: And it's not like it's like, not like, like Ricky. So like, oh, it wasn't Ricky at all. It was really Sister Mary. Or right, it, right, there was right. was no twist right. or surprise. It was, he opens his eyes, like, and we see, like. Many times we seen like a nightmare, on Elm Street, Jason anything else, like yeah, he's still alive, like Damn. there's no surprise there. So I just thought that was fucking weird. Um, now, trivia there was I dug up a pretty decent amount of trivia for this movie, really as shitty as it is, yeah, surprisingly awesome. Uh, first of all, when we were talking about uh Ricky's crazy eyebrows, yeah, there's a counter, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's eyebrows were counted. Moving up and down 130 times throughout this movie. Amazing. <laughs> Dude,
0: hats off to whoever did counted all that. Yeah.
1: Um, now, the guy, Daryl Gillaboo, G- the guy who plays Ricky, Ricky at oh, I'm just making 15, yeah. uh, was all they say 17. It doesn't fucking matter. He was actually 25 years old when he played Ricky at 15. <laughs> so, come on.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's so old. Yeah.
1: Uh, baby Ricky, in the flashback of the first movie, Baby Ricky was actually a girl baby named Melissa Best. Mm. Um, now, the producers of Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original, wanted director Lee Harry to recut the first film and insert one or two new scenes with Eric playing a mental patient to make the story in the original film appear to be nothing more than the ravings of an asylum inmate. But screenrunners Lee Harry... the screen, I'm not listening to wrote short vignettes involving the patient's youth as he killed several people and eventually it became this sequel. There wasn't enough material for a full-length film.
0: You don't say. So
1: numerous flashback sequences were added. The film still ran short, so almost 10 minutes of closing credits were added, showing the full <laughs> cast and crew from its predecessor. Again, lazy, bullshit <laughs> filmmaking at its finest. Ooh, that is top shelf lazy. Yeah. Wow. According to James Newman, a guy who played uh, Dr. Bloom uh, and the role of Ricky Caldwell, Ricky came down to Eric Freeman and another actor. The, this is, I can't believe this one. The other actor, they said had more experience. It was a much over better overall actor, but they liked Freeman's look. So they chose him. Cause he's big. Once again, ladies dude, gentlemen, yeah. It shows you, you can make it high with absolutely zero <laughs> talent. <laughs> Just have the look and you you're good. Oh man, uh, this whole movie was filmed in ten days, which I find this be- hilarious that this piece of piece of shit took four days more to shoot than all through the house, which you just did, which was actually a good movie and a proper full length movie. Right, and they <laughs> did that in six days, and they had to cut it down, and it was on a micro budget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah, right. They, 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 it was originally a two hour. They had film. to cut stuff they didn't want to cut. Yeah, yeah. so again. Fuck you, Satan. I did it, too. (laughs) Um, uh, Cinematographer Harvey Gekins stepped in to play the Salvation Army Santa after the original actor failed to show up for the filming, which who cares because he didn't do anything anyway. He wasn't even seen. How's it going? Um, In 2004, the creators of the film attempted to contact Eric Freeman so that he could be included in the audio commentary for the DVD, but were unable to find him. Since then, Freeman has been seen at the 2013 screening of the movie, so he went like off the radar for, for a while. Huh. Um, which I don't blame for. What, I would want to disappear after this movie too. No, uh, it was awesome. Oh he God. should be proud of his performance. Moo. Moo. Uh, this movie was panned upon its initial. It, it panned upon its initial release due to the excessive use of the footage from Saturday Night, Deadly Night*, because some people were pissed off and rightfully so. Over the years, however, has gained a cult following mainly due to the unintentional over-the-top campiness. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome! Uh, screenwriter Joseph Earl provides the dubbed voice of the Salvation Army Santa. Um, live entertainment wants Sightlight Night, Deadly Night director Charles Sellier Jr. to return as director, but he declined. <laughs> He's like, "Nope." Uh, supposedly, this has a body count of twenty-two, which is complete bullshit. You have to be counting. All the kills All the from kills the flashback the first one, yeah. there's no way other than that. Absolutely. Uh so I, I call it bullshit. Uh Lee Harry, uh the uh the patron in the movie theater loudmouth, uh the, the guy we were talking about, this, the mustache friend. Yeah, yeah. That was Lee Harry, the director. That's why he looks so much <laughs> older than a teenager because he, he was he's in his thirties. Uh, and he also provides the voice of the commentator when Mother Superior watches the Christmas Day parade. No. Um, James Newman had a fierce argument with producer Lawrence Applebaum the day that Dr. Bloom's death was due to be filmed. And when Bloom's body was being loaded into a body bag, Newman flipped off the camera, (laughs) knowing the gesture would be obscured by the other actors in the frame.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Now, this
1: is this is the craziest bullshit. I feel so bad for Newman for the According to IMDb. Now take this for away, but according to IMDb, James Newman was paid only a hundred and fifty dollars for his role as Doctor Bloom in this movie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's wow. insane. Well, I feel only like worked like
0: an hour or two. Maybe yeah. I feel
1: like one day, but I mean, so was eighty-seven. Still but it's not fucking like fucking cheap. But that's really cheap. Uh, without giving too much away, speaking of cheap, we get to play the budget game. Oh, sweet. They spent how much? The budget game. So, Aaron, what do you think is the budget for Silent Night well, Deadly Night 2? It's so hard considering <laughs> half
0: the movie is another movie. Yeah. You <laughs> include the budget from that movie in this one. So I'm saying no. I'm just. Uh, the t- ha- talentless actors and actresses. So I'm sure they didn't get make a lot of money. Uh, the, well, I was in Numinoid and made 150 bucks. <laughs> Uh, as far as the special effects go, that's not that great. The only, the most expensive thing is the car. Yeah, the know, car. Explosion. Sure. Yeah, man. So how much does that car cost? Uh, <laughs> pretty shitty mm. car.
1: $5,000. $5,000 for Aaron's guests for the budget. Uh, it's so low. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did not blow your wad. No. But you're away. Fuck it off. How much could the budget for a Silent cost? Night Deadly Night 2 $100,000.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my. But
0: God. there's
1: a round two. Because you get to follow up and try win get your pride back, right. your honor, right. by playing Guess the Gross. How much did this movie make in the United States in the theaters? $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Probably not much. <laughs> was it profitable? That's the only thing I'm thinking of. It was only hundred thousand uh, dollars. I'm gonna say, and especially with the hype of Silent Night, Deadly Night, the way it was, you know, carried on about. We we know we went over that in our first, you know, round of mm-hmm. this. I'm gonna say. And don't forget, it
1: was released in the springtime. <laughs> true, of, yeah. Instead of Christmas time.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Seven hundred fifty thousand. Actual gross, Aaron's busting his wad. Actual gross of this movie, $135,913. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy <laughs> it barely shit. made money.
0: <laughs> that's like nothing. That's nothing. nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, I'm just, like, <laughs> I, I know I'm not great at this game, but God damn, is that crazy? Yeah, it's that's insanely low. You know, you keep watching these low-budget films, so I keep forgetting, <laughs> you know.
1: This was technically like a yeah, bigger budget yeah, movie at the yeah. time, or at least a big, a more. It was a theatrical release, so, oh god, that's scary to think about. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to uh, five star reviews.
0: Is this your guilty pleasure? Five star reviews.
1: All right, now there were thirteen total reviews on Amazon. That's all reviews from one to five.
0: 13. No, it's not the most, but I'm so, basically it's a lot for this movie, is what I'm saying.
1: I didn't think it was that much at all. I mean, that's that's one through five stars, 13 total, not oh, 13 yeah. five stars. Okay, so I only wrote down two five stars because there's only 13. Uh, from Leo D. Joan Love, I watched this movie back in the 80s when I was a kid, I loved it, I love it now. Five stars, plain and simple, from Justin D. Best, worst movie of all time. Forget part one. The entire movie is told in part two. <laughs> Five stars. Now, because I can't just leave with just two, there's nothing. Sure. So, I went on to the one stars. There were, I wrote, the, I think, all three of them. Um, from uh, Meridian. One of the worst movies ever made. I'd give it negative ten stars if I could. <laughs> Half the movie is scenes from the first movie. Don't get ripped off like I did. One star. From Steve D., well, I was hoping this would hit the sweet spot of so awful was good. Unfortunately, not. Save yourself the time and YouTube the good one, the one good scene. One star. What's the one good scene? I my opinion would be Garbage Day, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just says one good scene. And then from Corey, one word, simply meh. That's me. Me eight meh meh. What you get? It's not really a one star. It's like I could take it or leave yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. like a two, maybe a three star, yeah, one yeah. star. He's like, meh. <laughs> so, that's that's it. That, that's, Silent
0: Night, uh, Deadly Night two. Two.
1: That's like fuck. We're anyway, go wrap it up. Uh, let's, I think we're going to differ on this one. I, we might be differing, but Aaron, what's your final thought? Final take on, on so this one? So bad, it's good. Run! Oh my
0: god, this movie is amazing amazing it's so you son of a bitch awesome i totally agree with the one reviewer the one star reviewer if you haven't seen number one just don't just watch the second movie you get all the meat none of the potato like you cut out all the filler it's like the pure and potatoes you get into that side salad or bullshit like that man you get the good stuff at the beginning of the movie of number one. Then you get to go the campy crazy side <laughs> with number two. And the overacting is so amazing and the laughing and just it's bonkers. <laughs> oh my god, it's so awesome. <laughs> it's quite literally one of the movies that's it's, it's it was trying to be a horror movie and like you were saying earlier, so intense and so real and oh that it was so poorly executed. It transcended <laughs> into greatness. I love it. I love it. Oh my god! Like, I'm gonna watch this every Christmas. <laughs> it
1: was awesome. Well, I gotta say, your passionate plea there is maybe part of me is like, all right, maybe I'll change. He it. It makes a point. We did laugh a lot at it, but I'm sorry, I can't. Like to me, it's so bad, scary. Just be, like, it's the, I can't get back to. It. It's the laziest, most bullshit. Filmmaking I've ever seen. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm right like, there with if, you. <laughs> can you
1: imagine... Like, honestly, didn't make much money. when I, mean, I totally understand. But, but can you imagine if you're one of the people who paid to see us in the theater? Like, what the fuck? I just paid to see the same movie I just saw. Like, you know, it's...
0: Just a few years ago. Yeah,
1: it's so... Like, the audacity these people had to charge people... balls on them. Yeah, to charge people money for a full movie that I they've already know, seen, basically. oh I know, I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then the things they do add are, are just awful on top of it. Like, it. At least in the first movie, there are more creative kids. Like, Billy's going around, like, killing people with a bow and arrow and an axe and doing this... Impales a, a chick like, on the, the on d- deer. D- on yeah. deer antlers. And Billy and this one, Billy's just... Go, Ricky's just going around shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. laughing. Yeah, like, the only good kill was an umbrella. The rest, And... Maybe the car battery, but other than mm-hmm. that, it's it's oh, it's just so bad. The acting's awful. Oh, it's so but bad. But I do appreciate your your emotion, your, yeah, your emotion-filled yeah. plea. Like it really almost made me change my vote because, like, oh, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But it's I can't look past the fact as a movie by it's supposed to be its own movie, a sequel. It's awful. It, it's not. <laughs> it's it's a forty-minute. Movie. Like or if you yeah. want to watch it yeah. skip the first 40 minutes and just then start up there skip the first 40 and watch the last 30 minutes of the movie because after that it's all credits anyway <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we're splitting on this so bad good so bad scary oh, for me man.
0: watch uh, it watch it
1: make up your own mind yeah. if you really want to that's uh, going to wrap it up for us this week uh, we were, we are actually going to be taking the next weekend off it is the holidays so we're yeah, going to take the weekend off it's uh, Christmas Eve Christmas, Christmas. yeah holidays yeah. it's time to be around family so uh, we will be back uh, New Year's weekend, though. We will be back uh, with a new movie, New Year. We'll see how things go then. Uh, looking forward to that one. Don't know what movie we're doing yet, so stay— follow, Yeah, so we, already, f- we already
0: did New Year's Evil last yeah, year. There's yeah, there's not a whole lot of
1: New Year's. I'm still looking. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, if, if you want to find out what movie we are going to do, I will post those on our Facebook page, which you can follow us on there, as well as our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at scary and Instagram at Podcast where you can download and listen to our episodes, again, on our website or at Podbean at HorribleHorrorPodbean.com, as well as Google Play and iTunes. All of it's free. No charge to you. So check it out. Check it out. In the meantime, happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Watch Watch uh, more horror movies. Watch this one. It was great. And for always, remember, keep it tight. (laughs) Moo!